my dear listener and welcome back to another episode of breaking the facts with your dear host mahima so in today's episode let's talk about our emotions shall we did you know that astronauts in space have a really hard time communicating without words because their weightless body fluids make their faces go all puffy or have you heard this one that botox injection can actually improve your mood by not only getting rid of your wrinkles but also soothing and easing depression yes all these bizarre facts are somehow true this is because so many emotions have a certain contagious quality our feelings and our behaviors they drive not only affect our minds but also the minds bodies and health of people around of us the powers of both positivity as well as negativity are stronger than we may know so without any further ado let's start today's episode today's episode my dear listener i decided i will be dividing into two parts for you the first part is where we will talk about emotions how and why do we perceive them The second part is the one which talks about one of the most underrated topic of all times, the emotional aid, an aid every individual should know and every individual should practice just as we practice first aid. And also to have a second perspective on today's episode and today's topic of emotional aid, I have called upon a dear friend of mine from school who will tell you her viewpoints on what emotional aid actually is. fear anger and other more difficult emotions and how we handle them are pretty much closely related to this thing we keep referring as to stress and stress is something so powerful it can straight up kill you given the right opportunity for most part of our lives we spend time figuring and wanting to control these competing emotions swirling around like leaves with wind directing on us how to react to a particular stimuli So first of all let us talk about the easiest form of expression of emotions our facial expressions. We all know that it is universally accepted. You know that if somebody is happy in America or somebody is happy in America or China we react together as species by smiling or laughing and feeling good. North Korea being an exception. <laughs> that was bad. <clears throat> According uh, to facial feedback hypothesis, facial expressions not only help us convey our emotions but can also help us regulate our emotions too. The act of smiling broadly, even if you don't want to right now, can actually lift up your mood. And I, being your good host, always wants you to smile whenever possible. So, let's try now, shall we? close your eyes and start smiling a little by thinking about whatever makes you happy be it your crush holding your hand or your mom presenting you with her favorite snack anything now broaden your smile a little a little more a little more and i can literally bet 10000 on you right now because that's how cute you look <laughs> did it make you happy see this is the power of emotions but of course apart from emotions determining what we have to feel or what we have to say they are also about our conscious experience of what we are actually feeling but how do we feel all these feels and how many emotions are there 
Back in 1970s, American psychologist Carol Izzard identified 10 emotions inherently present from birth, which were, you know them all, joy, sadness, anger, disgust, surprise, shame, fear, guilt, contempt, and interest or excitement. Some say that pride and love should be added to the list, but Izzard argues, you know, they are just the combination of the basic 10. And when it comes to the physical aspect of emotions, it is pretty much going the way you expect it to go like we all know that happiness is helpful while depression makes us vulnerable to all kinds of problems with health and well-being there is a thing i would like to point out i read this somewhere in an article this line is beautiful and it says that we often overestimate the duration of our bad moods and underestimate our capacity to adapt and bounce back from traumas even if things feel hopeless troubling disturbing or sad and it's true that we have experienced stress before, sometimes on daily or even hourly basis. So how should we define stress? We know stress can be bad for our health if prolonged, but defining stress is trickier than you may think. Therefore, psychologists define stress as a process by which we perceive and respond to certain events or certain stressors that we view as challenging or threatening. In other words, we can say that stress isn't technically an emotion, it is more of a reaction to a disturbing or disruptive stimulus. Any of the things that make you feel stressed, be it big or be it small, can actually fill up your sympathetic nervous system and trigger this fight or flight response releasing adrenaline. And in this way, we can tell ourselves it is important to understand that stress is natural and you experience it for a reason, so don't freak out when you're stressed. But chronic stress can be bad for our health. Research has shown that abused children have higher risk of chronic diseases and people suffering from PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder, which we will be talking about in another episode, experience higher risk of infection in their immune system. And physiologically speaking, it is worth pointing out that some clues related to stress when it comes to body are pessimism and depression, which also have been linked to stress and heart diseases. The journey into accepting that we need emotional aid more than physical aid these days is really, really hard. And much of it has to do with the stigma that goes around emotions itself. We, as humans, have complicated emotions too much for ourselves that we believe that it is almost impossible for others to understand or maybe sometimes even accept our emotions. This just happened yesterday that my small sister was riding her bicycle and since we live in a hilly area, she felt a bump and fell down and scratched her knee. She came running to me and said she needs band-aid and we applied band-aid and she went back playing happily. It occurred to me then that we teach our children to take care of physical health and always favor body over mind because we believe in the power of show-off. We have, obviously, for ages, and we have become masters in concealing our true identity behind these masks we wear. It is easy, so we do it. We never think of taking the hard way, and sometimes we think there is no way out. So, how should we practice emotional aid when we know we need it? How, when we know a physical injury takes up weeks or sometimes just days to be fit, but an emotional scar might leave us with pain for the rest of our lives. And in order to provide you with a second perspective 
on what emotional aid actually is and how it is related to mental health, I have a very dear friend of mine from school, Priyal Sharma. Hey Priyal, welcome to my podcast. Hi Mahima, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure, dude. And can you provide the listeners with what is your take on emotional aid? Because I would love to know. All right. Uh, to begin with, let's understand what emotional health is. Yes. I think that it's something which is very interrelated to mm-hmm. mental health, but they work different things at the same time. Mental health, it man- manifests more in terms of how we think about things, our ability to solve problems and to overcome difficulties. Yes. Whereas emotional health would be mainly in terms of how you feel about things, right? And how think your emotions affect your life hmm. why it becomes important or like why emotional aid is important is mainly because though emotional health and mental health are different things i don't think that they're mutually exclusive right yes. what i mean by that is that how you feel about things also impacts your life hmm. for example when you fail a subject or when your teacher scolds you you might end up being sad which is hmm. completely all right but then another possibility could be you ending up being very anxious about it and mm-hmm. you becoming you having you developing this fear of failing at that thing right which might end up in you not trying at all and then you like not wanting to like not attempting to go to your perfect internship or the perfect college because you start thinking that you're a failure yes. at the end so i think it's very important to get like emotional aid for yourself Yes, I think everybody should understand that emotional aid is not a taboo subject to be talked about. It should be actually taught openly to everybody. So uh, there are always some questions, Priya, uh, you know, from my friends and uh, they asked me, you know, what emotional aid is. And uh, since we both have been reading about emotional aid for the past three, four days, I think uh, I want to tell the listeners that don't take our judgments as stone cold, you know, uh, you know these answers because this yes. is our perspective on the questions that you post us with so the first question that was asked was you know Mahima uh, what are the steps to emotional aid there is a procedure for first aid is there a procedure to emotional aid and um, yes it's a very good question uh, my take on this will be that uh, you know there are four steps to emotional aid as far as we've learned about it till now and read about it. So the first part is acceptance. We need to accept what we are feeling, the intensity of our emotions. We need to accept if we are sad, there is no need to hide it. If you are happy, there is no need to hide it. It's something that you should come in terms with your emotions. This is very important. Coming in terms with emotions is very important. The second part, which we concluded was uh, there is, Priyal, you remember we had um, read about cows in eighth standard. They eat cellulose, so they need to bring back their food time and time again so that they can digest it properly. This is how I think humans take these negative emotions. We bring them back, we ruminate. We start thinking about it over and over again. So the second point is we should stop ruminating. So stop becoming cows. <laughs> and the third part I'd say is ignorance. We sh- they say, right, that ignorance is bliss, which I consider to be true. We should ignore the stuff which we cannot handle, which we know that it can impact our mental health. We should start ignoring. Mm-hmm. We should start practicing ignoring 
uh, these issues that we cannot do anything about. I can't do anything to improve my country's GDP right now. Can we, Priyal? We cannot do anything, right? <laughs> All we can do is yeah. become good workers so that we can improve certainly a certain amount of percentage in our country's GDP. So there are some issues which are out of our hand. We need to realize that and we need to ignore them. The last part I'd say is we need to give time. There is this, you know, with fractures, you know that there are weeks or there are months that will be paka paka okay. But when it comes to emotions, it might be years, it might be decades. We need to give ourselves time. So I think being patient and accepting, you know, what we mm -hmm. feel are the two more Im most important steps, which I'd say when we talk about emotional aid, right? Yeah. Uh, and the last part, I think, uh, was how do we tell our parents, Mahima, how should we tell our parents or how should we tell our siblings who don't know anything about emotional aid? So what is your take on this? Like, why, how should we tell our parents or friends or anybody? Right, uh, yeah, so I think to begin with, uh, the biggest problem here is the kind of dynamics we have with our parents or our siblings, right? Which could yes. be because of the generation gap or could be because of the age difference. And you having this thought in your mind that nobody will understand, right? Mm -hmm. But what becomes very important at that point in time is for you to understand your own emotions, right? Yeah. And to get clarity of thoughts of how you're feeling, which mm -hmm. can be done with the help of a journal or by having conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Because the moment you initiate that conversation with your friend or somebody you can really trust, you get more clarity in your thought in terms of how you're actually feeling about things or if things actually hurt you and all of that, right? At the point in time, you start a conversation with your friend, the kind of liberating feeling that it gives you, I exactly. think it also yeah. encourages you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it encourages you to start talking to your parents or your siblings and just like gradually start telling more people and like generalizing it more and more so that it becomes a very easy and comfortable conversation hmm. so you're saying that acceptance yeah, I think and telling people is the key you know we need to initiate the conversation it might you know become awkward at first because i have tried it a lot of times but yeah. eventually it all becomes fine just give yourself time that's all i can say yeah just that initiating spark yeah, that spark needs to be given by us. Oh my God, thank you so much, Priyal, for coming into my podcast and speaking about this topic, which people, I don't think so, they knew about emotional aid till now. There is something called as emotional aid. Mm -hmm. Even if they knew, there are certain misconceptions regarding it. And thank you so much for clearing them for my listeners. And I owe heavy amount of debt to you. I am so glad you came and uh, my best wishes are with you, dude. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Priyal. Thank you. Wrapping up on today's episode, my dear listener, we learned that acceptance of what we feel might soothe this ongoing tension of emotional conflict that we face in our daily lives. We also learnt the importance of patience and understood about emotional aid. If you like this episode, make sure you share this episode with your friends and follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing right now, I just hope 
that tomorrow becomes a better day for you and I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, stay warm, stay safe, learn accepting yourself and the others the way they are. Bye!